Welcome back, Tribe. You are listening to Next Level Physicians Thriving Outside the Box, where we invite doctors, dentists, and medical entrepreneurs who are breaking the mold, stepping outside the box as entrepreneurs, and practicing on their terms to share their journey, wisdom, and their inspiration with the world. I am your host, Dr. Maisha Claiborne. My calling is to help doctors find freedom, fulfillment, and full self-expression. I have helped dozens of medical professionals transform their mindset, leverage their skill set, and build profitable businesses and careers they love. Now, let's get to the good stuff. But before we do, go ahead and hit that subscribe button so you never miss an opportunity for inspiration, motivation, and empowerment with me and our amazing guests. Now, let's take it to the next level, y'all. Here we go. Hey, y'all, I am Dr. Maisha, back for another episode of Next Low Physicians Thriving Outside the Box. And today I have a very special guest. Interestingly enough, not a doctor, but the son of a doctor. Woo! Yes. <laughs> and Ooh, the child. reason, yes, the reason <laughs> I'm having him on, and this is, I'm going to introduce him formally in just a second, is because he is a network king. And one of the things I think is a lost art in our profession in entrepreneurship these days is like real networking. So I want to introduce to you Brandon, the Network King Alexander. He's a brand strategist and a content creator. And we're gonna be talking about the art of conversation as it relates to networking and why we really should be engaging in this sort of lost art of networking. So Brandon, thank you so much for coming on. Tell us a little about your like story, how you came to do what you do, and what you're seeing these days amongst docs and our capacity to network. <laughs> all right. So um, first and be, of all, thank and be you. gentle because we are sensitive. Oh, of course, of course, of course. <laughs> don't I know it? Don't, don't yes, know it all too son well. Of a doctor. <laughs> um, so first of all, thank you for having me, Doc. Uh, appreciate it, and happy New Year to you because I, I have. I haven't seen or talked to you since, you know, last year. I know. Oh, yes, yes. Let me tell y'all, let me tell y'all real quick how we met. So y'all don't know this yet. Maybe by the time this episode has released, y'all will know this. But I did a brand day, and I'm gonna give a shout out to mm -hmm. Nick Nelson, the brandpreneur. And he did this magnificent photo shoot. Now, some of you who have been following the podcast has seen that I have a new look to my podcast. And the photographic that you see is one of the, the uh, photos that Nick took. And Brandon was there shooting the video content the whole time. So that's how we met. And actually, ironically enough, we had already been connected on LinkedIn and been conversing about doing this episode. And then when he reached out to me, yeah. I was like, small world. And yeah. he's right here to AT, ATL with me. So yes <laughs> yeah so um yeah that was that was crazy how all that came together that was yeah. just divine intervention to, to bring us together like that indeed, indeed. um so yeah as she said my name is brandon alexander i go by uh the social network king or my social media handle is the network king on mm -hmm. pretty much all platforms mm -hmm. um 
I am, as she said, the son of a doctor, a family practice physician, a DO, a doctor of osteopathic medicine, as I'm sure all you, all you doctors out there, y'all already know. Um, he is an old school doctor. I'm not as young as I look. I'm 35, so you know he's in his 60s. So with that being said, that generation of doctors, he come, I come from that, and um, my dad had his own family practice. Uh, uh, um, facility for 15 years mm -hmm. and 13 out of the 15 years I was in that uh, office um, doing something in there from filing all the way up to anything on the administrative side. Mm -hmm. um, definitely realized I did not want to be a doctor. Um, <laughs> you know, I take my hat off to you guys for doing what you do. You are masters at your craft and my dad, not just because he's my dad, but I say it, he's one of the best to ever do it. Mm. Um, but in that field, <laughs> let's yeah. in that field. So, right. um, aside from that, what I've done, uh, since 2004, um, is be an entrepreneur and I've always been in front of people somehow. Um, I didn't realize that until much later on, but any and everything I've been able to do has put me in front of people in some form or fashion mm -hmm. and allowed me to develop and showcase my personality mm -hmm. um and, and show how you know how to start reading signs and social cues and mm -hmm. you know it's made me you know indirectly which i didn't even realize but learn how to sell mm -hmm. other things as well as myself mm -hmm. to people so mm -hmm. um that being said uh you know first thing that kind of i started out was uh network marketing Mm -hmm. And I took a, uh, I went and did a, a, a training or a seminar, paid for like a, a special seminar or whatever, mm -hmm. where they kind of, I, I have to give credit to that, that they actually taught me how to uh, be more outgoing because I was a lot more reserved, you know, shaking people's hands and initiating conversations. That wasn't me at first. Mm -hmm. um, now I can do it with ease. Um, and of course, negative network marketing is such a negative uh, connotation and stigma. Um, and to some extent, as, as I look back as a brand strategist now, rightfully so. Um, but at the same time, you really can learn a lot from them. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and you know, one of the things I want to uh, add to that or piggyback on is, is a person who has done network marketing, still is a part of um, a network marketing company, doTERRA. Uh, Central mm -hmm. Oils is that uh -huh. I think some of the some of the best the, one of the best places to learn selling is through network marketing. I Absolutely. think that that is where I got my sales chops from, and then I did do some formal sales training. But initially, that's where I got my sales chops from is network marketing because you have to step outside of yourself, just like you have to do with networking. And it's no accident that it's network marketing. Yes. It is no accident mm. because you also become skilled at that, right? Absolutely. I just wish network marketing, like the companies, they don't really teach you that, but they, they don't say about branding yourself. Like the truth of the matter is mm -hmm. you are branding yourself and, and the way that you brand yourself if you're, and, and you exude your personal brand, because it's all about personal branding and network marketing. Mm -hmm. you know that. And you know, the relationship marketing then, they might go about it. I think network marketing would be a little more effective mm -hmm. if they would teach that and, and, and 
teach, you know, just their, some of their sales methods are a little bit off. And <laughs> 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 some of a little, a little of a lot off, you know. Uh, yeah. I don't well, need you know, it's a little used car salesman-ish. It's a, it's a little, it's a little timeshare salesman-ish. You know? It's like, you know, but you, you can kind of smell them from a mile away. It's like, I smell it on you, your network marketing. With most of them, you know, but that's a conversation for another day. Yeah. Well, well I will say. Just to pay, just to say, and I think one of the things that's shifting, just, just to, to close that, close that out, is that I think that what's happening is the old way of network marketing is that way. And maybe some of the old school organizations still teach that way, but I'm seeing a big shift in, in how, um, and maybe it's because I'm a part of the training of that. Cause I have my sales course, um, that I teach Possibly. other medical professionals is, is how to do it in a way that isn't salesy, how to do it in a way that is more fun. That is a little bit more stealth and a little bit more non-threatening to those people who might be interested. So if there is a shift to coming, a shift a coming, so <laughs> I'd say you got the, the, the bottom line is not even sales. You got to do it in a way that is business as it relates today, you know, as it relates to startup, you know, how are these other startups moving? How are they talking? What's the language? What's the, what, you know, and, and people that the bottom line is people do business with other people where it makes sense. Right. And when people really think about that, then it's like, you know, if, I'm a brand strategist and a content creator. Mm -hmm. Let's say I'm teaching something on financial literacy. Mm -hmm. What does being a travel agent or owning a travel <laughs> agent company have to do with financial literacy? Yeah. They don't align. Yeah. It has to be relevant. It has to be relevant. Right. You know, you have to choose the, choose your target markets wisely. Right. Exactly. When you, when you choose your network marketing company, make sure you choose your target market wisely. Cause quite frankly, you know, I'm in essential oils and, you know, who best to target? I mean, it's for, to build a business than like other medical professionals, docs, nurses, whoever, right. who are already in that realm and want to step outside. That it's, exactly. all about, it's all about listening for what people want, you know? Exactly. Massage therapists, you know, things yeah. that all, all people use that. Them. Yeah. The stuff in the health and wellness industry where they, they use them, you know, general consumer who's into that stuff. They, and they might not be a good business partner. They just might be a good customer. You exactly. have to, you have to qualify yeah you know yeah and, you know those that's an old school network marketing term you have to qualify okay. that's <laughs> yeah. a sales term, you got that's a sales term. <laughs> you're absolutely right it's a sales term but see people so are so scared of those terms we oh, can yeah. go on and on about network marketing look we're, talking about we, network. Look, we're gonna do a whole other episode <laughs> on sales and network marketing let's that's Woo! done let's, let's do it let's, let's do, do it. it you just you just you know it. we got you text me we're gonna get a date on the calendar and we're gonna do a whole other conversation on sales and network marketing okay now that's we, want, we talk right. about networking i want i want to talk about networking yeah right. because you so, know what i gotta tell you i gotta tell you the story real quick and then mm -hmm. yeah, i'm gonna let you respond so i did this post the other day and it was like what behavior do you know you need to stop this is in my next level position doctors in business group okay um, what behavior do you know you need to stop for 2020? And one of my, one of my members posted, stop avoiding networking groups. Ooh. And you know what? I totally could relate to that, you know? And let me tell you why. Because contrary to what most people know about most physicians who go into the field, there are a lot of introverts. And so I think there's a context for which um, people are networking that has it 
occur like draining. And I know for me, like as a person who's owned my business for my, you know, I've owned couple, several businesses, gone to several networking events. Like that's what I used to do. That's how I grew my business is grassroots. It was draining. But after a year, in a previous conversation, we talked, what I really got is that it's because we're not networking the right way. Mm. So tell us about how do you, like, what are the principles that we're missing in this networking game? Okay. So I will say, um, first off, as, as even getting back into my background a little bit and coming into this uh, to answering your question, um, my friends have always told me from a, even from a personal standpoint, as well as a business standpoint, they're like, dude, you got the mouthpiece, you got it. <laughs> you don't realize you got it. This was back in my 20s. And even like right around my early 30s, when I hit like 31, 32, I'm 35 now, mm -hmm. I'll be 36 this year. Mm -hmm. um, Young bug. When I, when I hit that, that mark, I started, the light bulb went off. Mm -hmm. um, but before then, I had been single for a while. I just had a problem with talking to girls or whatever, not converting them over, maybe not selling myself, <laughs> not selling myself the way I need to. I could, Lord, I could have the conversation. Uh -huh. I could get their attention and hold the conversation <laughs> and all of that. But sometimes, a lot of times, couldn't close the deal. And I was wondering, well, what's happening? You know? So, and I, but I was in my own head, not right. realizing how far I was getting. Mm -hmm. um and my friend was like dude when you realize this joint it's gonna be so phenomenal like it's, it's gonna be so easy for you um by the time i realized it i already had a girlfriend <laughs> <laughs> see how did you sublimate that into networking <laughs> no i say well i say that because it, i break it down into the art of small talk so even on the networking side, from a personal or a business standpoint, whether whether you're looking to date, yeah. just friends, like yeah. platonic friends, even like from male, male, female, mm -hmm. like just not attractive like mm -hmm. that. Um, they are even on a business side. Mm -hmm. It all starts with an initial conversation. Absolutely. And that initial conversation, um, and I, I, the reason the light bulb went off for me is because the job where the light bulb helped hit for me was I was an Uber driver mm -hmm. and before they let me go and yes I was let go from Uber and I don't <laughs> want to get into it um not even gonna it was it was it was some garbage but <laughs> 11,000 plus rides 4.93 rating at 11,000 rides okay. for three and a half years so with mm. that said I was doing something right mm -hmm. so I let y'all just float around with the imagination of why did he get fired Craig you know <laughs> <laughs> um that being said, I knew how to talk to people and, and the, the biggest stigma was, you know, I mean, you got somebody in your car, you know, in, in Atlanta traffic, mm -hmm. you could be in for 30 minutes to an hour at a time, you know, um, easy. You want to get to know who's in your car, mm -hmm. you know, who, who's in the back seat with you that's kind of, you know, you're vulnerable a little bit as a driver. So, um, I've always just initiate conversation and the, the basics of the conversation kind of started from there. And I was like, yeah, I have these questions all the time. Now, 
everybody's conversation is going to be different as far as the order goes. So, um, you know, I'm not going to necessarily ask these questions all in the same order every time, but I have a series of questions in my head that started to develop. It was a script and over and over again. I'm going to ask you the same exact mm -hmm. questions. Mm -hmm. So therefore I get some rapport with you mm -hmm. and depending on your social cues and not everybody, you got to understand read the social cues as well right. too. Cause everybody's different. We're people. We're having different kinds of days. You don't know what kind of day that person had and vice versa. They don't know what kind of day I've had. Some days I wasn't in the mood to talk. Some days mm -hmm. they weren't in the mood to talk. Mm -hmm. You know, some, sometimes they're on the phone or they, they're talking to somebody, somebody there's more than one person in the car and right. they're talking to them or something. So you have time to get to know them. All those things you have to just consider. It's just, it's life. It happens. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I typically start out with a conversation of, you know, Hey, how you doing? You know, just that basic one first and you know um i'm obviously we have our names already like when it comes to uber mm -hmm. um and i'm gonna stay on uber as like just the classic example of this um for networking because you can just fill in the blanks even when you're not in a uber type of environment regular networking is the same way mm -hmm. um how you doing okay um how's your day going okay cool where are you from you know where are you from we're all trying to relate on some some aspect or whatever the fact that say if you're in a network room full of doctors and medical medical uh professionals mm -hmm. the fact that you have medicine in common is already the common ground so that's your icebreaker already mm -hmm. then your um you know your name and all of that that that's fine where you from could be even more of an icebreaker if you're from the same area or you've at least been to the area then you can say something about hey i've been yeah yeah like right. um especially if you're at a conference yeah right? so absolutely one of the places that requires networking in our industry is conferences um, absolutely a lot of times you know there are the the the, the local networking stuff but it's more it's mm -hmm. more like organizational association and conference meetings so mm -hmm. one of the things when i'm coaching my docs that i have them do is to set an intention when they're going to a conference they really set the intention of what is the outcome that they really want what is the outcome right. that you want of this or what do you want to book some speaking do you want to get clients do you want to make connections that'll book you speaking in the future like what do you want to do so with that intention then that's kind of like how they go into this type of conversation Right. And I really like what you said, like really get the common ground. Of course, there's the small talk, right? Now, one thing about doctors is we like to get past the small talk real fast, mm. <laughs> you know? And so there is that common ground you, you want to establish. I love what you said, establish rapport, right? Exactly. There are multiple ways to do that. And, and it, but it starts with, hey, how are you doing? Mm -hmm. Where are you from? <laughs> yeah. I want to add one in you may already you're probably going to say this at some point but one, mm -hmm. of, one of the ones that I add in like is like well what do you want to mm. okay yeah well to? yes I you know what if it's somebody that I've seen that I know already I do, I do it on LinkedIn okay because well, you know you kind of know what their business is but it's what are you up to not like the casual like you know, what, what are you up to right now? But like, yeah. what are you up to in your business? What I like the way you said it. So see, now, now for all y'all watching, um, 
understand that e that neither one of us is the 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 end all be all the go to like you if what we say goes the beauty of networking is and the beauty of conversation and small talk is everybody has a different style right i can tell you right off that i've seen some stuff and i'm still taking notes from some of my friends and colleagues who they can get into you know i like i said i base my stuff off the uber conversation mm -hmm. you know, i will ask you know, what's your name? Where are you from? Oh, you're from here. Okay. What do you, you know, how, you know, are you not from here? What do you do? I ask your profession and then start touching on that. And we just kind of get into those things, whatever. I've got friends and, and colleagues who can have a totally deeper conversation and not ask you about what you do. Mm. You know, not ask you any of that type of stuff. Mm -hmm. And it's not that I'm trying to dig in your business you know, to just be a gold digger or opportunist or anything mm -hmm. like that. They just can really just connect with you on that level that way. And that, and some of that, part of that is because I just have no interest in some, <laughs> in some of that stuff. Well, you know, I mean, if you're Uber driving, there may be a different intention. It's a different intention and it's a different scope. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not an Uber driver anymore, like I said, but at the, you know, I still kind of have that as my foundation and my MO. I'm learning to get away from that to some mm -hmm. extent mm -hmm. and broaden my, my uh, scope of conversation. However, um, I say all that to say that even the way she asked that, because I will ask, I'll ask that same question a totally different way. Be like, okay, so tell me about yourself. Oh, so what, what, what's going on with your business? Or tell me how that business works. What do, what do mm -hmm. you do? Mm -hmm. Something of that nature. Yeah. She'll say, what are you up to? Mm -hmm. So the fact that you say, what are you up to in your business? I'm not going to necessarily ask it that way. Yeah. And I think the point in that, that's really good, is that you make the conversation your own. Exactly. But it's the what are the bones of the conversation, right? So while you may say, what's going on with your business? Or tell me about, tell me more about your business. And what do you, and you know, I might say, what are you up to? Or one of the things I like to always ask is, what are you creating? What are you creating? Like, yeah. tell me about what you're creating in your business, you know? And um, that's, that's a particular way that I speak. But in networking, it's all about, taking the bones and making the conversation your own and not being afraid to just be relaxed. I think that in our um, culture of medicine, we are taught to be so formal. And, and that's because there's this, we, we mostly interface with patients. And so there's a, supposed to be a little bit of distance between the doctor and the patient relationship, which that's a whole other conversation. But um, even when we go to networking events where it's doctors or, or medical professionals, um, we're taught that you have to be put together and you have to be formal and you have to be the right. And, <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, and, and, and for some conferences, um, that may be the case. And for most times when you're not in a formal situation, you're not speaking, you're, you're not in a, what's the word, um, poster session where you are formally presenting, you can be a little bit more relaxed. Now, mm -hmm. that obviously doesn't mean that you're inappropriate, 
right? Absolutely not. And then there's a spectrum of what people deem to be inappropriate. Mm-hmm. But to be a little bit more relaxed and to be a little bit more um, approachable and open, you know, like body posture is really important. If you're standing here like this, mm-hmm. you know, not welcoming. it's not welcoming. But if you're out, if you're open, and I understand that sometimes that's uncomfortable for people because, you know, opening body posture feels like vulnerability. Absolutely then people will be more likely to respond to that as you walk up to them like, hello, Mm -hmm. (laughs) smile, (laughs) why don't (laughs) you, you know? (laughs) All of that, all of that. Yeah, it's um, interesting that you say that. Like I said, it's, it's, I I find uh, the experience with my, with with even just firsthand experience with my father, um, he definitely has that, thinking that he has to be so well-spoken and well put together and, and put all this in and, you know, the, the ego that he has, of you know, possibly the thought of being a, a, he, he claims he knows he needs, he doesn't need to be the smartest person in the room, but yet when he gets in front of a group of people, he feels like he has to prove that he's the smartest person in the room. Mm-hmm. Um, and from what I understand, a lot of doctors are like that. So, well, you know, um, yeah, there's a tr- there's a conditioning behind that, um, and I think that yeah, there's a there's a conditioning where there's been some punishment in certain academic situations if you were not the smartest person in the room, mm-hmm. and I think part of the with networking, the part about being relaxed, like us needing to be relaxed, is that you can be well put together and still be fun. And still yes, be that part, that part. And, and it's, it, it, you know, I, I have a girlfriend right now and my, as well as my, my, my baby brother, he's 23 years old, he's a little socially awkward. Um, my girlfriend is not, um, at all. And she's in the medical field. She's a sonographer. Mm-hmm. Um, she's starting her own ultrasound business. Mm. So that said, she'll have a conversation with you all day long. She'll even, you know, if we're at a networking event for even possibly myself, you know, she'll refer, she'll talk to everybody on my behalf. I didn't even know. And all of a sudden she'll be like, look, I got you all these cards. <laughs> but when it comes to talking about herself, you know, mm-hmm. now that I'm putting her in this, then she can't, it's like all of a sudden she freezes up. She can't do it. It's like, but you talk about your craft and your business backwards and forwards and what it is and what it's not and mm-hmm. this, this and this or whatever. So now all of a sudden I say, just on the simplest thing, now whereas you could go and introduce yourself and have a conversation and you're super relaxed and you can go talk on my behalf and I didn't ask you to, mm-hmm. and now you've introduced yourself and, and you did all those things before. And now when I say, here, go introduce yourself to that lady. No, nah, and say what? When did, when did it's that it's it's a just the the psychological, the mental, because yeah. all of a sudden now you think you know, and and I and I had to have the conversation with her, you know, mm-hmm. as well as my baby brother, who is the same kind of way. He wants mm-hmm. to be a, a a film director, a screenwriter, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and um, you know, I've had him do this just at both of them at the same Christmas party a couple weeks ago. Yeah. 
I pointed out some people and was like, okay, go talk to this person, go talk to that person. Their psyche is the same that I had before, mm-hmm. which is you think that somebody apparently, if you just go up and say hi, you know, and you're thinking so much, you don't think, oh, what do I say next? But what you're really thinking is the end result is somebody's gonna turn like what you've seen on TV. Somebody's gonna <laughs> look at you, insult you, laugh, Punch you in the face. Like, who, are, who are who are you? And turn and point and laugh and laugh you out the room as you go turn around and walk with your head down and you tell it between your legs. You know what? It's like, that's not really what's going to happen. Oh, you you said something so great, which is, I mean, like, what you pointed to is so great is that networking is a mindset. It's a mindset. always talking about mindset. It is such a mindset, you know? Like, um, what we're... One of the reasons I think what you're pointing to that networking becomes so hard is because we are so in our heads about what to say that we forget yeah. to know how to converse with people already. We already know what to say. So we already know what to do. Is, you know, you don't need a script. You don't need a, you know, like a how-to guide. What you need to do is relax and know that you already know and know that the person you're walking up to is probably just as scared as you are. Right. They're probably happy that you actually initiated the conversation. Exactly, exactly. So you go up to them, and I love what you do with your with your girlfriend and your baby brother. Go talk to this person. Go talk. Because another thing you're pointing to is you've just got to take action. you just got to take the action. you just got to go talk to people, right? And it's either going to work out or it's not going to work out. And if it doesn't work out, if the conversation somehow doesn't work out, the person is like, it's not a fit. It's not, you don't gel. The energy's weird. It doesn't have anything to do necessarily with you right it's right. not necessarily responding to you they're probably responding to the same thing you were trying you were responding to when you were scared walk up and talk to them like they don't know what to say they're awkward they're blah, blah, blah. you know like that kind of thing so i think right. it's really great like take the action mm-hmm. get out of your head get and know, that you head. know how to talk now the only thing i would say and i, I don't know if you'd agree with me or not that you do need to have scripted is your elevator pitch Yes. Yes. Absolutely. That when they the ask what do you what when they ask what who are you what do you do? Mm-hmm. You need to have that down. That's the so, only thing. Yeah. <laughs> cuz you know your name, you were born with it. Exactly. <laughs> you know what you do cuz you've been doing it. Exactly. You just got to communicate what you do clearly and concisely, not 5 minutes. 30 seconds to 60 seconds to the next person in front of you. And I wouldn't even say 30 to 60 seconds. Have what we like to call in branding um, taglines. Taglines. I like that. Yeah. Because then that actually becomes a catalyst for the conversation. For example, and, and, and how rude of me. I didn't really introduce myself. My name is Brandon Alexander. I go by the Social Network King. Um, I am a brand strategist and content creator. What that means is uh, when I teach you how to brand yourself using social media. Mm. Bam. Bam. There it is. Done. Yeah. Yeah. Done. Yeah. Right there within that sentence, within those few sentences, you know exactly what I do. Mm-hmm. At the very end, I closed it off. Even if you didn't know what I did and you still didn't understand what all that stuff meant, that last sentence, which was my tagline, mm-hmm. is how you just like, you have no question anymore of what I do. Mm-hmm. Period. It's a one liner. Yep. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, we definitely have to have a part two. Um, I think that there have been some already amazing points around networking. What are the three or four things that you want the audience to take away from today's conversation about networking? Like, what do you, what do you feel like are the major points for them to take away? I think you named at least two already. Um, Recap. Get out of your head. Take action. Um, let's see, what, the, what would be the third one? Uh, hmm. I'd say, um, and know your elevator pitch. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, I think I think that those is those are a good three to 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 work with um, and, from what we've discussed. And here's one that you you've weaved in throughout the conversation, but not have said outright that I think is super important. Trust yourself. Oh, yes. Trust oh, yeah. yourself. Trust yourself. Trust that you know what you know. Don't yeah. overthink. That's Do right. Do not overthink. That's so right. So we gave you five. We started out with three. We gave you five. <laughs> bonus! Yeah, you, got, you got some bonus ones. As I see so many people, like I said, well, if I just talk about even my, my, my girlfriend and my baby brother, um, and even just reverting back, because the reason why I'm able to do this so well is because I remember when before I would be in my head and I would overthink just mm -hmm. everything from business to personal to whatever mm -hmm. thing. Like, what am I going to say? What is it? It's like, well, you know your name. Say your name. And, <laughs> and, and you think that that stuff sounds dumb, you know? Right. So like even going through, like when I'm going through an assessment, like me and my girlfriend just went through an assessment of the, uh, of trying to get her logo mm -hmm. created and mm -hmm. colors and, the stuff that I know how to do, um, I just I hired I helped her hire somebody else to do it, one of my teammates to do it. Mm -hmm. Because I was just like, I'm too close to it. Yes. I don't I don't want I don't want to have to deal with all of that and I can't pull that information because of the relationship. Right. Um, to some extent. Mm -hmm. So they were asking the same exact questions that I've been asking her, but she was hesitant to say all the stuff and you know, the simplest things is like, what do you do? Mm -hmm. And she would not just say, I'm a stenographer. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and she's like, and she's thinking that it sounds dumb. And it's like, no, say you're a stenographer and what a stenographer does. This is, this is what your business is going to be. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's that simple. It doesn't yeah. have to be all eloquent and all this, like, you know, we're not trying to, the, the simplicity of how you say it is what's going to impress people, not absolutely. the complexity yeah. of how you say it. Absolutely, absolutely. Clear, simple, concise, um, really important things, you know, um, and, and we think we're going to sound stupid if we say things simply, but really we're just gonna sound clear. And repetition is always in networking. You're going to say the same things Maybe several different ways over. with over and over, over again because it's different people. Over. And again, the conversation is yes. not going to go the same exact yes. way every time. Yes. You, you may feel may like a parent, but you're not. Yeah. Right. 
you guys may not even start off talking about business in a networking environment. You may talk about like just straight personal stuff. You know, if your parents, you might have kids and the fact that you have kids, you're relating on just kid stuff or whatever, mm -hmm. you know, parents mm -hmm. and things or whatever. And you talk about that for 30 minutes before you even start talking about what you, what each other does. Called building rapport. Building finding, rapport. Finding the common ground, building rapport. That's what that's called. Very good. Like that. But when you Love get it. to that part, that part is going to be repetition. That's it's just it's repetitive. That's mm -hmm. that's all it is. So yeah, don't be afraid to be repetitive. Yeah, don't overthink. Get out of your head. Take action. Trust yourself. And I forgot the other one we said, but you got all of you got like seven, eight. <laughs> y'all got y'all got jewels today. Jewels. Got jewels. Jewels. Diamonds. That's right. <laughs> Pearls. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, and 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 it doesn't have to be perfect. You know, no. doesn't have to be perfect. Be, Done is be, better than perfect. Done is here, always here's something. Here's another pearl. Be audaciously awkward. Oh, yes. Be audaciously awkward. <laughs> We're all nerds in this thing. Well, some of us are nerds. Yes. Majority yes. of us are nerds. I'm, yes. a, I'm a nerd, and I'm what, I'm what I like to call, I was having this conversation with my little brother uh, around Christmas time. I was like, I'm a cool nerd. Oh, Lord. I knew you were going to say that, cool a cool nerd. Get out of here. I'm a cool nerd. <laughs> We all cool nerds, man. We all are cool. And that's that was what I was going to say next. Yes. We are all cool nerds. <laughs> embrace your, if The ones who are the most coolest are the ones who embrace being that nerd unapologetically. Mm -hmm. And you still have your swag with it. Like, it, it, like it comes out. Even yep. the nerdiest of nerds has their swag to some extent. Nerd Mark, swag. Nerd swag. They need, <laughs> we need to make a... We need to make a, uh, a t-shirt out of that. that Wait, let me write these down. Audaciously awkward. <laughs> yep. Nerd swag. Uh, gosh, patent. Y'all don't take these. <laughs> we, got, we got this. This is recorded. This is dated now. Exactly. Yeah, it's... <laughs> by the time this comes out, even though I'm going to say the date, today is January the 8th, so it's 219. <laughs> <laughs> trademark pending exactly. know, i was it was like an awesome it's an awesome conversation i think that we did give a lot of pearls i mean like you said trust yourself you know it doesn't have to be perfect you know just get out there do the action trust that you know what you know um so many pearls like know your elevator pitch um doesn't have to be perfect you know like all of these things the the master the art of simple conversation hot right <laughs> you know like all of those things are or just like it's those are really great pearls and i just want to thank you for coming on and representing uh-oh hey we got somebody else we got, we the got next somebody person. else we got somebody else but i'm gonna have to kick her off right she's now about, for a minute she's about to join the conversation hey you know <laughs> she can she can stay on let's just let's stay on for, for the next I'll 10 have. minutes <laughs> for the next but, 10 um, minutes but yeah so um, tell our listeners how they can um, tell our listeners how they can find you. What are your website, your social media handles? Tell them how we can find you. So um, easiest way to find me, I am on all social media for the most part is the Network King, T H E N E T W O R K K I N G. So the Network King. Um, also Linktree, uh, if you're familiar with Linktree, it's, uh, L-I-N-K dot T-R, uh, or 
I think that's we'll have it in the show notes. I think it's yeah. Called, Put it in the yeah link tr ee. I think it is. Yeah, dot ee. Yeah, um, slash the network king. Okay. And that's all my all my information as well. Um, like I said, I'm a brand strategist and a content creator. So you know, you'll see me doing under the under the branding umbrella. We have we wear many hats as brand strategists. We're marketers. We're um, videographers. We're graphic designers. We're public relations specialists. The publicists. We're social media uh, managers and all of that. So you know, at the end of the day. I am the owner of a creative agency, so you'll see me wearing many hats, but that's why. So don't be confused by he's a videographer today, he's a marketer the next day, he's a this, this. That's what that we do under that falls umbrella. under the hat of brand strategist. Absolutely. Content creator. Yeah. Yes, yes. Well, I can't wait to see the content that comes out when we finally launch from the yeah. brandpreneur. That would be cool. And, I'm excited. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I'll get to when I start to post the footage, we'll get to like tag you and you say, so this is what you do. This is part of what you do. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And let me give a quick shout out to uh shout out to my, my uh, friend and colleague, uh, Mr. King Williams, the, our latest project that, that I put out. Um, it's on YouTube now. It's called the uh, neighborhood watch podcast. Mm -hmm. um, you guys can find the video portion of that on YouTube and it's mm -hmm. also on SoundCloud and iTunes and all those uh, other podcast platforms. We just did a, uh, we just released a interview with a uh, pastor Jamal Bryant. He's the new uh, pastor of New Birth Missionary Baptist Church. Right. Um, now this is those, those uh, the podcast is not uh, completely faith based. It is it actually covers uh, urban culture, urban development, mm -hmm. um, pop culture, music. It, he goes all over the place with his with uh what he likes to the subjects he likes to cover from business to everything so um y'all just tune in for that as well if go look for that support that um it's great content awesome. and um i appreciate you for having me and i definitely look forward to all those other we got to do part two part we got like 20 parts just to this oh, conversation God, have mercy. <laughs> yes we do we definitely do well thank you again for being on we will have all his links in the show um notes and uh, his graphics and links to his website and all the social media handles so you'll be able to follow Brandon, the network, the social network king, but mm -hmm. with the handle, the network king. And I answer to both. I'm like Diddy, you know, yeah. Puff Daddy, Diddy, you know. Right, exactly, stuff, exactly. You know? But we'll have all his information in the show notes. Um, check him out. And thank you again for coming on, y'all. It's, you know, great to be on another podcast with you all. Thank you for listening in. Remember to uh, subscribe to the podcast. You don't miss one episode. And remember to share this podcast and write a review for me if you like what you hear. All right. We will see you on the next episode of Next Level Positions Thriving Outside the Box. Namaste, y'all. Thanks for spending time with us on this episode of Next Level Physicians Thriving Outside the Box. We hope you enjoyed this one as much as the rest. Remember to go ahead and hit the subscribe button so that you can be notified every time a new episode is released. It is you as our listener who help our podcast to grow. So if you like this podcast, if you enjoy what you're hearing, if you are inspired, we'd really appreciate it if you'd write a quick review and share it with five of your friends. 
We want to continue to expand our reach and bring this transformation to all of those doctors and medical professionals out there who are still seeking more autonomy, more freedom, more expression, and purpose in their careers and lives. Finally, if you want to learn more about how I can help you as a doctor or medical professional transform your mindset, leverage your skill set, and create a profitable business and career you love by your design, please check out my website, www.drmaisha.com. That's D-R-M-A-I-Y-S-H-A.com. On my website, you can access one of my three free masterclasses to get you started on your journey to the next level. Have a wonderful rest of the day and an amazing rest of the week, y'all. And keep your head up looking to the next level. Namaste.